0: Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show, Quinn David Furness presents the Bean Town Podcast for Saturday, July thirty-first, last day of July. Leo season, baby. That's something I've been hearing a lot on Twitter. Uh, I don't really know the dates of it. the the uh, the the astrology things are always confusing because. You know, I, there, are there 12 signs? Is that right? And I assume it has to do with, like, moons and stars. But why couldn't... Okay, when Pope Julian or Gregory or whichever calendar we use, when he was making his calendar and the soothsayers down at the corner were doing their horoscopes, why couldn't we just get together on that, okay, reach across the aisle and have them line up because frankly, if, you know, you, you can be like March 5th and you're one thing, maybe a Tauros, which is a Pokemon, or you can be me, I'm March 16th and I'm a fish. So it's like, how am I supposed to, you know, what, what, where's the cutoff? Is it the same, you know, cutoff every month or are some, you know, sign Uh, Lengths longer than others From a day's perspective That's what really Chaps my behind Uh, My name is Quinn David Furness though Thank you for tuning in To my show Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast We are live on Facebook and we are live on Instagram. So if you are tuning in to those platforms, it is good to see you. The metrics look good for our show last week. It's a you know a big international show, which I knew would do well in Pakistan. Uh, We you know up to like two hundred and thirty plays from last week's show, um, which I was just looking at before we started recording here. I don't want to get too. I, I try not to get too into the numbers here. Because then I'll get a big head and start to coast on my laurels and not do the aggressive, meticulous preparation I typically do every week in order to create a successful podcast for you all. In case you missed the last couple episodes... um, I am now being labeled by some as the Karachi Kid because my show is the 104th ranked comedy podcast in the nation of Pakistan, which you might say, okay, one four, whatever, but we did the math a couple weeks ago. Pakistan, I think, has like 37 billion people in it, uh, one of the more populated countries on earth, and so that's a pretty big deal. Okay, considering I don't even do this in Urdu. I don't know. Are there, can you, you know, get podcast translations out there? I don't know if that's a thing. Um, One thing I got to mention before I do anything else, because she just walked out the door and she requested a specific shout-out today, my hot GF Rachie. I think those were her words, not mine, but they might have been mine. Uh, Just wants a special kiss and a shout-out on today's episode for being the best GF ever. So, there you go. Uh, A wholehearted endorsement here. Uh, She and her sister, Amanda, were just here, and they have headed, he did, they, they they took head of the door to go to Lollapalooza. Happening right now in Chicago, the biggest super spreader event of the year. It's day three of Lala, and today you have Post Malone, who, uh, not lying, is like when we're talking celebrity doppelgangers, that's, that's like my thing. It it made more sense when I was, one, a little bit more overweight, two, had, like, slightly different hair. You know, now it's kind of like, you know, you you can look at me in the live feed and be like, Post Malone, mm, not really. But, you know, when the hair is right, before I had my face tattoos removed, and when I still had dreadlocks, it made sense. Um, Post Malone is tonight, and Megan the Stallion is tonight. I don't... I know like one-and-a-half Post Malone songs. I was playing it on the piano uh, for the ladies earlier, and I don't think I know any Megan, the Stallion songs. So I'm sure they will have a fun time. The heat has broken here in Chicago, so it won't be as miserable, which is really uh, a a good sign. And then the only other thing I'll say, uh, I had my own Lollapalooza. Uh, Lolla, which, you know, starts Thursday, runs through Sunday. I went to a big-name concert on Thursday, but it wasn't Lollapalooza. It was at the United Center. I saw the kickoff event for the rescheduled Jackson Brown and James Taylor tour, which was absolutely spectacular. I had seen James Taylor before in Las Vegas. I had never in my life seen Jackson Brown. Magnificent. Uh, Jackson Brown is... I don't know if I, like, underrated's probably not the right word, but what I'm trying to get at is, like, people my age don't know Jackson Brown. And that's, you know, it's fine, right? He was a big deal in the 70s and 80s. But he's fantastic, um, not only as a musician, but a songwriter as well. Uh, And his new album is pretty catchy. I'd recommend you check it out. I think it's... uh what is it called my cleveland heart i think is what it is uh but he 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 went first he played uh set for about an hour and then uh james taylor joined him on stage they sang um uh, what did they not running on empty they they played something else i don't remember what they played together uh and then um james taylor had his set So the concert started at 7:30, and it was 7:30 sharp. It was awesome. You know, usually sometimes you go to these concerts and it's like, okay, 7:50. Like, when are we getting started here? I literally got there what i thought was going to be a little bit early the bus was such a nightmare that it ended up not i walk i get to my seat at like seven twenty-five, and i'm like all right let me you know get comfy here uh this was <laughs> not that uh you all the listeners care that much but when i talked about it, i'm sure i mentioned this the last time i saw james taylor which was in may of 2019 uh, at caesar's palace i was in I'm, I'm, and now i'm recalling talking about this i'm gonna go listen to it later i'm sure it was f- a funny description i was sandwiched in between these two very large gentlemen at caesar's palace and the seats are already like way too small it was really tough back then the, to uh, this time uh i my seat was technically next to someone else but there was like no one else in a row so i sit, i just scooched down i had room to breathe it was amazing uh James Taylor played for he's he started right at nine, so there's a half hour set change. And he played till about ten thirty or so and then had an encore Jackson Brown came back out. They played Take It Easy together. Jackson Brown wrote the song Take It Easy. So it really was a, a very spectacular night. And then I got to ride the train home with all the Lala kids, which was just I, I've, I've never been to Lala. I've never really like been around it that much. I mean, you see it on social media and news all the time. Okay. Whatever. But like people aren't kidding when they say the Lala crowd is legit, like 16 and 17 year olds. I mean, that was absolutely my experience uh, on the train coming home. So it was, um, it was a lot, but uh, I survived. And uh, now pretty much everyone I know uh, who's around in Chicago today is at, Lala right now, and I am not, and that's perfectly fine, because it's just a lot of people, and not close to public transportation, Uh, not far, but not like right there, you know, so I'm good to just kind of hang out, I'll probably go to the lake after this, cook some supper, read a book, sounds like a pretty ideal Saturday, I ran 19 miles this morning, so I'm kind of just, you know, I woke up at four o'clock, I'm kind of just like ease in my way through the day and taking and i promise we're getting to the olympics i promise uh kind of this this episode would have been a good one maybe we'll do this next week i don't know but a good like eulogy for work from home uh because i am back in the office on monday and it's actually it's kind of interesting to see how are things going to go because chicago now it's not a mandate but like an advisory to wear a mask indoors in all instances regardless of vaccination status and my company actually this morning emailed us and said that because they had um you know when Chicago like lifted restrictions a month ago, whatever it was, um, they followed suit with that, and' are like, okay, yeah, if you're vaccinated, which you have to be uh, to be a student or or, or faculty or staff, um, then you know you don't have to wear a mask, but they emailed this morning saying, "Yeah, everyone has to wear masks now so um We'll see. I don't I don't know. Are things gonna tip back? Like will I get to do a little bit more work from home? That would be exciting. Um at least trying to strike, you know, balance. if I could if I could do like three days in the office, two days at home, what I what I would really love is more kind of just like freedom and flexibility to be like, Okay, yeah, this day it would be a good day to be in the office. Cool, I'll be there. This day, I got no meetings with anybody internal, like I'm like, let me just work from home. I'm way more efficient. So I would love that freedom and flexibility. Uh, my boss has that. I don't have that. That would be great. Um, I think it would just be like way happier too to have that to look forward to. Anyways, folks, it is, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a Nathan fueler I'm gonna crack that shit live on the air. I realize we didn't give our listener discretion his advice tag. Oh boy, here come the FCC finds. Uh, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Time podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. It is the Pabst blue ribbon. In case you're watching on the live stream, we are going to crack that shit as we get into our Olympics part two here. So here we go. Hmm, delish. I got to tell you, if you're watching the last year and wearing my Beantown Podcast 2020 shirt, there have actually been a, a you know some comments slash brief conversations about like, oh, your shirt should be this this year, and I hadn't really thought about it because the shirt thing is I you know I've made two different shirts before: we had our 2018 tour and then these kind of election special 2020 shirts with the Chicago theme. Um, and I, in my mind, I, it's never been like, oh yeah, Beantown Podcast, you have a shirt every year, like. That's you know hasn't been a thing for the show, although we've had two shirts in three years. So I, I get it. Um, but maybe we will make some shirts this fall. I need uh, to go back through some of the comments and suggestions. Thanks, to everyone, for tuning in on Instagram. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in on Facebook. If you're listening after the fact, you're missing the party, uh, but you'll still get the good stuff. But, yeah maybe we should uh, make some shirts this fall if you have more suggestions, throw them into the ring Podcast yahoo dot com it's beantown beanpocast yahoo dot com uh, lala beantown or bus oh I was going to uh, mention that as well. Maybe the Beantown podcast should be At Lollapalooza. And I don't need main stage, you know, T-Mobile or the, you know, Jepson's Malort stage. I don't need to be at any of those. Like, give me the 11 a.m. slot on Thursday because I think that's kind of my crowd, you know. This is kind of a low-energy podcast. We're just kind of here to hang out, have a good time. There's no booty shaking on this podcast, okay? So it's more of a, like, bring your lawn chair It it it, maybe if there was like a library that Lollapalooza could partner with, I could do it in one of their conference rooms. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Maybe next year, we'll see. But yeah, how cool would it be? You got you know they do the Lollap poster every year, and it's got all the headliners at the top, and the text gets little and little little. You'll feel like you're reading the Star Wars opening crawl, and then in the bottom right corner in 0.5 font. Verdana, Times New Roman, Wingdings, I don't know what they use. Ariel, probably. Everyone's using Ariel these days. I like, I like Bookface, okay? It's kind of bold. It's sexy. It's got a lot of energy, kind of like me. Um, but having my name down there in the big lights would be huge. Bump, bump. But um, but the name on everybody's lips is gonna be Bean Town. Ooh, we're gonna have to write a parody song later. That could be the new theme song. Okay, is there? Can you get uh, Roxy from Chicago karaoke? You have to, right? Let's see if we can find this right now. <laughs> This is great. Um, we are going to talk Olympics, I promise. It's going to be a long episode, okay? So so <laughs> buckle up. This is part two. Um, last week we did, we went through the first half. If, if you didn't tune in last week, essentially what we did was go through, we're going through all of the Olympic sports. I think there's 46 of them, something like that. And it's not a power ranking because I just decided that I was going to be too cumbersome uh, to try to have a list of forty six and physically just like decide what's the difference between forty and thirty nine. Like, okay, it, power rankings are hard when they're that big. It's more of a more of an endeavor. Um, oh yeah, Roxy Karaoke Instrumental Chicago. Okay, I, I'm not going to do this live on the air because I want to do it right. Uh, I'm going to practice, and we'll bring it back uh, in a future episode. I promise it's going to be good. If you don't know Chicago, I've only ever seen it once, but um, well, the uh, the film, which is 2000, Richard Gere, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and the incomparable Renee Zellweger, as well as Queen Latifah, John C. Riley, uh, probably one or two other really famous people. I'm forgetting. I've never seen it done on Broadway. You know the the Erica. Uh, Gerardi Erica Jane, the the Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, she played Roxy Hart, uh, which is baffling to me. She must have a really good singing voice, but her voice is like, she, or Erica Jane, if you don't know, she's on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's currently embroiled, E M B R O I L E D, in a huge scandal slash divorce slash lawsuit. Her husband is a like celebrity lawyer kind of like michael avenatti but older uh who is in you know up crap crick right now there's a documentary on it hulu or on hulu hustler and the housewife i think it's called uh which we watched a couple weeks ago um and we watch uh rachel and i watch both real housewives of beverly hills and new york which are on right now and slc will come back soon anyways apparently erica jane must have a really good singing voice. But her speaking voice is like, is like I'm down here and kind of feels like I smoked too many six-pack this morning. Um, yeah, not to make fun of her. It's just what it is. And I would never, like, listen to her talk and be like, oh, yeah, that's a Broadway star. Anyways, uh, let's get in here because we are <laughs> 17 minutes into our show and haven't even touched our topic yet. If you missed last week, it's not Integral. To have listened last week to be prepared for this week, but I think it's fun. We had a really fun show last week. Uh, it was basically 45 minutes. It like the ultimate classic bean town where you basically, you have a very brief outline in which case this was 23 sports and you just wind me up and let me talk. Um, if you love it, great. That's why you're here. If you hate it, then you've you haven't right. This is episode 186 or 187. If you hate it, then you stopped listening after the first five minutes of episode one. Okay, so I'm at the point here where like I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing because if you like it, you're here. If not, you're not. Okay, so and for all my my friends in uh, Pakistan, uh, welcome. Okay, I'm still working on that Urdu translation. Okay, essentially how we did this, last week we have divvied up all 46, and I think it's 46. Apologies if that number is incorrect. We divvied up all the Olympic Summer Olympic sports according to olympics.com, which seems like a good place to look. And we, they're um, organized alphabetically. We took the first 23, ended at karate. And now we're picking it up. Our first one today, marathon swimming. Marathon swimming. Okay. So I assume what marathon swimming is. And sometimes I make assumptions and actually check. Sometimes I make assumptions and just keep going. I assume marathon swimming is just like open water swimming. Excuse me. And I would assume it's like what? Three miles, something like that. I actually, I'm going to click on this one. I'm kind of curious. Excuse me. 10 K. Oh, okay. 10 K marathon swimming. So that's 6.2 miles. So that probably takes, uh, what, like two hours, something like that. I don't really know because I've never done open water swimming really other than like in a lake in Wisconsin. I don't really know how much, you know, the open water compared to a lap pool. Obviously, it's a significant difference, but like how much does it affect you? Speaking of which, and I guess we're going to get to swimming a little bit later here because that starts with an S, but... Last night there was those uh, the mixed relay. It was a four by two medley, and, or four by one medley, excuse me. And the U.S. got their ass kicked. And it was in classic U.S. fashion because they just had to deploy or employ uh, a strategy that was different from everyone else. So they just had to do their own thing. They put a male uh, on the freestyle leg. And my brother Walt and I were briefly talking about this last night, and i his hunch was my hunch as well, and it 's not we haven 't researched the data or anything, but I presume it to be true you're putting yourself at a huge disadvantage, regardless of which swimmers you, swimmers you have available, male and female, so I think you have to go two and two um, to have a male be on the freestyle because the perceived difference that Walt and I have um, between females and males in freestyle times for 100 free is much uh, smaller than, for example, a breaststroke or a backstroke, okay? Um, and so the U.S., I think, was the only, maybe there was one or two other countries, but all the countries that finished ahead of the U.S., um, which were four other countries, I think, um, they all had a, a female swimming the anchor, and the u.s didn't and they didn't just lose they lost i don't know what the final time was but it was by like three seconds or something it wasn't close it wasn't like oh maybe we're gonna get there It was like no we uh we dropped the ball on this one so i i don't know if that's just like we thought we were gonna be cool or if it it came down to you know what swimmers we had available for whatever reason but like Man, it was bad. Uh, so that wasn't even marathon swimming, but I just wanted to mention it. Modern pentathlon. Okay, so we got we got every sport's got their little icons here. So what do we got? We got fencing, swimming, running, shoot. Th- that guy's got a gun, but it's not like a rifle; it's a pistol. I did not know pistols were allowed at the Olympics because you know you got there's I I think shooting is a sport. Yeah, there it is. Uh, and w- in winter, you got biathlon. They always have rifles. This guy on the icon's got a pistol. That's insane. And then this other guy's uh, what, what's he, he riding a horse? I maybe call me old fashioned, but when I think of pentathlon, I think of grizzled, chiseled, and uh, high caliber events and athletes. I'm thinking like strong, tough guys. Maybe it's just because I you know think of like a decathlon uh, when I think of a pentathlon, but. I, I didn't even know there was an event where you're shooting. Do you shoot at the horses, or is that a separate thing? Fencing, swimming, horse riding, the guy appears to be running and shooting. I That's kind of bizarre. Uh, there's a lot of bizarre events on here, but how do you even, like, how do you train for that? Do you spend, like, a week out at the stables and then a week at the shooting range? I mean, it's fascinating, How do you prepare for that? I don't know. Whatever. Next is mountain bike. So this is one where they probably go ride up to Mount Fuji, take a ski lift, and then they just go downhill. No, mountain bike, but there's also BMX, right? Going back up to the top, top, BMX racing. So mountain bike must be different. I think BMX is not motorized maybe, And mountain bike is? I don't really know. I've never been on a bike like that before, other than when I rode on the back of one in Africa, because that's like what the taxis were. But, um, yeah, I I, I had a, a church friend growing up who was really into like mountain biking and stuff, Colin. And he got into a really bad accident one time. So ever since then, I don't do it anymore. Oh, this next one is very fun. Rhythmic gymnastics. If you've ever watched uh, an Arcade Fire set, you know that they, uh, that wind Butler's partner, Regine, it's French, Regine Sestan, something like that. We, um, she, when she sings "Sprawl Two: Mountains Beyond Mountains" from Suburbs, uh, she finishes up. There's like an instrumental. To play us out, if you will. And she gets her little like ribbons and dances around the stage. That's essentially what rhythmic gymnastics is. So, or did I say she was French? She's French Canadian. Um, I would expect the Canadians to have a strong showing for that reason in rhythmic gymnastics this year. If you're wondering, no, I'm not going to get into the Simone Biles thing, it's very complicated. I'm happy that she's happy. I also have a lot of other feelings about it, but um, I'm glad that Americans still won the all-around, okay? SUNY Lee, which I thought was at college in New York until about three days ago. Road cycling is next. That's pretty much the Tour de France. And I got to tell you, Olympics, three years, Paris. Could we see a combined event? Save some money. Tour de France and paris olympics why not throw them together uh it would be fun flashy sexy presumably the athletes are the same so basically you could just get a hotel room for you know like two weeks and it would cover the whole thing and you wouldn't have to come to france twice okay this is the efficiency los angeles 2028 if you're listening this is the type of planning, meticulous planning and efficiency and synergy that a guy like Quinn David Furness brings to the table. Uh, so yeah, if, I mean, if you're thinking like we need a maverick on the team because the Olympics are seven years away in the U.S., my LinkedIn is easy to find. Just search podcasts in Pakistan, okay? And way to the first 103 results. Uh, next up, we have rowing. I was trying to get their names last week. The Winklevoss twins. And I still can't remember <laughs> the name of the other one. There's uh, Tyler. And it's something like Boyd or Wilson. <laughs> Wilson Winklevoss. <laughs> there's a name for you. Um, no, I actually can't remember what it is. Definitely Tyler. We're just going to have to look this up. Eric Winkle, Winkle Winklevoss. We are going to know once and for all. Cameron, that's right. Two just great white names, Tyler and Cameron. Uh, I think they're retired. They're living in their mansions in Silicon Valley. Uh, But rowing, very fun, very fun. Don't really have much else to say. Uh, I've never done a lot of rowing. In my life, except for on Lake Chapeau in southern Minnesota, and uh, every time I do, I break an oar. So, hopefully, they have higher quality ores. Speaking of ores, last time at the Olympics, three years ago, in uh, Pyong—no, Pyongyang—is that it? Pyeongchang, one of those two. Uh, we had OAR was Russia. This year, we have. What what are they, ROC, Russians of Champions. Uh, I actually don't know what it stands for. I think it's ROC, RTC, R-O-T-C, okay? Like you're joining the Air Force. Uh, so my question is, someone who doesn't do any research on this, obviously Russia's got, you know, they're up shit crick with the doping stuff. I mean, there was a whole documentary on it that won an Oscar, you know, two or three years ago but like what's the what does it mean like they 're banned from the Olympics, okay, but your athletes can still go. That would be like if the Bean Tom podcast was banned from Lollapalooza, but Queen David Furness presents a podcast could still do a set. What am I missing here, and I know there there have been articles i 've seen headlines like. The Olympic Committee's punishment in Russia is a joke. And so, it, like, I'm not the only one who thinks it. But, like, how does it work? Basically, is it just, like, they're banned but only the athletes who test positive? And then the other athletes can go. They just don't get to officially represent? I assume that's what it is. And in that sense, like, I feel bad or I would feel bad if the athletes who are clean – were banned because they have Russian nationality. So if it's as simple as that, I understand. Uh, But if it's more complicated, which I'm sure it is, it seems silly. Okay. Um, Let's give a quick shout-out to our sponsors here. I want to thank Home Pride Oregon. Uh, If you need your home inspected, you're in central Oregon. Don't wait for the fire's to burn it up, okay? You're going to need to get inspected so you can get a safe, accurate uh, home insurance, homeowner's insurance quote, okay? You're going to need homeowner's insurance. You're in Central Oregon. Who do you call? I got a name for you. Steve F., write this down. Uh, His name is Steve, just said that. He's my dad, 541-410-0316. That's my birthday. He chose it for that specific reason. Uh, And uh, Tom McQuinn sent you, There's a 0% off discount now through Labor Day, and he's going to inspect your home real good so that you can scam your life insurance company. Don't tell Dad I said that. Uh, He has no part in it. Legally, he's not obligated, okay? Uh, HomePrideOregon.com you can also visit. Great place to go. Great website. Almost as good as BeantownPodcast.com. They're similar. Uh, But that's our friends HomePrideOregon. We also want to give a shout-out to the Samson Q2U series for its uh, consistent, constant, and endearing, high-quality audio. Uh, If you're listening to this, you're listening to Samson from Genesis to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the whole Pentateuch, and don't forget the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and those other ones too, Acts, Romans, Corinthians... Colossians, Ephesians. There was a question on Jeopardy a couple of days ago where the correct answer was Ephesus. And I got it. And everyone else guessed and they did not get it. Um, Cause it was a city in Turkey and they're like Corinth. I'm like, Hmm, try again. LeVar Burton, anybody watch any of his episodes? I really like LeVar Burton. And I don't think someone, a guest host should be judged just on like five episodes. Cause I imagine to be tough. I mean, granted, presumably I would just kill it. But others, you know, like Levar. Okay, he's been away from the spotlight for a while. Okay, opposite story here, so I understand being a little bit rusty. But boy, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't great. A lot of like long pauses. There's one time when he told the contestant he got it right, and then it was wrong, or wrong, and then it was right. It was just like a long week. Um, but yeah, Ephesus. Your boy knows his ancient Turkish cities. Not too far from Pakistan. It's, I mean, it all makes sense. When God speaks, he uses the Samson. Finally, I want to give a shout out to Cuts by Q. If you're watching on the live stream, again, hello Facebook and hello Instagram. Look at these luscious locks. This is interesting. One of my videos is, uh, mirrored. I think Facebook is mirrored and one of mine on Instagram is not. So I have the, the screens next to each other. And so I turn my head one way and it's like, I'm turning to each other. It's like a talking heads video or something. Uh, look at these luscious locks. I'll take the the hat off so you can see. Boom. Hmm. Tasty. When God's, uh, no, (laughs) that's the previous one. Oh, You can't really make noise while you're swallowing. Uh, Insert joke here. When you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at Cuts by Q. Cuts by Q. All right, welcome back to our Olympics special, part two. We're going through all 46 Olympic sports sports. And if we have time at the end of the show, we will share, uh, you know, special athlete um, insights, behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, you know, highlights that no one else has ever seen that I pride from NBC. So if we have time, uh, we will will showcase those. It you know, these shows tend to run longer than I intend. Too at Sometimes. And that can result in, you know, when you're in show business, you're working as a professional. Uh, it's, you know, high pressure, high stakes. Every week, you got to be on. Uh, you got to make tough decisions. You got to leave some sketches on the chopping board. If you ever go to SNL's YouTube channel, there you can usually find amazing, they'll be like, cut for time in the name of sketch. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff on there. Beantown is similar. You should see some of the stuff that we haven't gotten to preview with you all over the last three and a half years. I mean, presidential interviews, uh, my trip to Swahili. Uh, Swahili is not a place. <laughs> Zambia or uh, Lower Zambuta. Um, my, uh, my one-on-one interview with the Pope, right? These are things that I wanted to get on the show, but we're just so pressed for time that it doesn't always work. So with that being said, I'm pretty confident we'll get these amazing behind-the-scenes, never-before-seen athlete insights in time at the end of the show today. But uh, we'll see, because my laptop's down to 56%. Back to the sports. Okay, rugby is next. Fiji already won rugby again. And the U.S. was doing so well, they were beating Great Britain 21-0, to I think it was, on like Tuesday or Wednesday. And then they lost. It was, they, they were up like 21-0, and then they didn't score again. It was really bad. We suck. Okay. Uh, sailing. What about a quick shout-out to my friend uh, Patrick Mead, like a tankard of Mead, uh, who I worked with at Johns Hopkins for about a year. Pat Mead, awesome person, okay? And he's a big sailor. In fact, he left Johns Hopkins to go work for uh, the Olympic Sailing Committee or U.S. US sailing, I think. Uh, U.S. Sailing in Newport, Rhode Island, where I was last year. Uh, and I've never really done any sailing myself. So long sailing, ba ba sailing, no more sailing. Uh, shooting. America should do pretty well. Skateboarding. Uh, that's a fun one. You know, do they do drug tests before skateboarding? Because then I feel like everyone would be disqualified. Skateboarding has got to be pretty recent, right? Or else Tony Hawk would have been there, you know, back in, like, Athens or something. I don't really have much else to say. Skateboarding, I, I convinced myself one summer when I was an undergrad, I was traveling frequently, I think, from uptown to uh, to Lincoln Park, like, every day for work. And I was very poor at the time excuse me, being a college student. So I convinced myself that I was going to um, get a skateboard, which I did. I don't remember from where. I think I just, like, found a skateboard Um, because I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have bought one. And I was like, I'm going to teach myself the skateboard because that was never a thing growing up. And then I am going to, um, instead of having to pay for the train or walk, to work, which is what I ended up doing. I'm going to teach myself to skateboard, and so I spent like 15 minutes in the apartment parking lot one afternoon, and I was like, "This is too hard. Can't do it." Um, and that's that's the extent of my skateboarding career. Rest in peace. Sport climbing is next. It's a shame uh, that that uh, you know uh, we're not. Uh, we we had a follower on the live stream here. Who actually will post uh, uh, on Instagram? Who actually posts Instagram uh, videos of himself doing some sport climbing at a local gym? I haven't seen anything recently, but I, you know, happens uh, here and there. And so, hey, come back, watch the live stream. This is an episode just for you. Sport climbing I can never be good at because I would be afraid of putting that chalk on my hands like LeBron James and then accidentally inhaling some. Uh, because sometimes when I'm cooking and I whip out my ground black pepper, I will sprinkle a little bit, a little dash. And then I walk away and five seconds later I get the biggest sneeze you've ever seen because the particles floated up in the air and um yeah so that's that's sport climbing uh, I clicked the wrong tab I was trying to go back to the Olympics page and I landed back on the YouTube Rosie Roxy not Rosie <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell let's get her on the show I love Rosie O'Donnell karaoke instrumental Chicago I'm gonna practice that after we get off here um insert joke here again surfing is next you know what I learned yesterday so for Paris in three years, 2024, they're doing surfing in Tahiti, which I don't – Tahiti is, it, is, it, is Tahiti its own country, or does it belong to the French? Because the uh, latter would make sense. Also known as French Polynesia, or part of French Polynesia. Okay, it's the largest island – uh, the Society Islands, what a, what, a, what a pleasant place in French Polynesia. Okay, so now I understand why they're doing it there. What's the population of Tahiti? 189,000. Bigger than I would have thought. Um, so I might not be able to make it to Paris for the Olympics, but Tahiti, Maybe. Maybe I could do a Beantown podcast live from the Olympics in Tahiti special. Okay, it's only three years away. I better request off the vacation time. Swimming is next. We've I I mean, if you haven't been watching swimming, I personally think swimming is like the most electric, entertaining Olympic sport there is to watch. Um And swimming, I think, finishes, like, tonight or tomorrow something, and then it kind of switches off track and field, takes over uh, the second half this upcoming week. So swimming, it's been a lot of fun. I've seen it pretty much every night except Thursday when I wasn't around. Um, Yeah, I mean, it obviously hits close to home, being a swimmer growing up, but it's also just, man, it's fun. The races are almost always close. Uh, Yeah, it's a good time. Table tennis. I have never been great at table tennis and, uh, I never really watched it either, but my friend, Matt Fiedler, longtime friend of the show, multiple, multiple guest appearances, probably close to 10, if not more, um, used to have a table tennis set up in his basement and we would play occasionally when I would go over there and, uh, I think none of us were any good, but I don't think I usually won. I think my brother Jack was the best of us. That's table tennis. Next up, taekwondo. Okay, so we talked about karate last week. We talked about judo. What's it is karate karate's a contact sport, right? You have to like hit other people. It's like fencing but with your hands. So how like what's the difference between that and taekwondo? Okay? should have gone a martial arts specialist for this. I don't really know taekwondo. Okay, we're rhyming here in the Bean Town podcast. Tennis is next. We would play a little bit of tennis growing up. I was never really good cuz I, you know, I'm talking like I was like 10 or 11. So I don't have the same adult strength that I do now. Uh but I haven't played tennis since at least high school, if not earlier than that. Um, and I, I got to tell you, pretty much every day on my run, as long as I run north, I go past the tennis courts, um, kind of where Addison meets the lakefront path. And lots of people playing there. Pretty fun. I know Rachel was thinking about taking some lessons this summer. I don't think that's happening but because um, summer is, like, over. my My summer, not that it's really a thing, but school starts for us, uh, not for me, for the, the place I work, in two weeks. So work from home is over. Summer has two weeks left. So pretty depressing there. Uh, so maybe next next summer, babe. Track cycling is next. This is the closest thing to my favorite winter Olympic sport, which is speed skating. And one of the reasons I love that so much is because of a classic childhood memory there was this was like a one-time-only thing that ever happened, but at Rock Church on Harrison Ave in uh, Rockford, Illinois, at some point in the summer, and maybe this was during, maybe this was like happening during the Athens Games or something like that, and that's why the hype was there for it. But there was like a Rock Church Olympics event in the Fellowship Hall, which. It was carpeted, so a lot of great rug burn, probably, I'm sure, after that thing was over. But I'm trying to remember. I, there were a couple of events. <laughs> and uh, one of them was basically you have, like, a person on a a cart. This was like a broken elbow waiting to happen. You have a person on a cart, another person pushing them, and basically just like swimming. You just go lengths of the pool, a.k.a. the floor and the fellowship hall, that was one event. Seems really dangerous, right? Like pushing your buddy on wheels towards a wall as fast as you can. I wasn't, I, I should clarify, I wasn't part of this. I was too young. But my oldest brother was part of this, uh, friend of the podcast, brother of the podcast, Walter Furness. There was another one that was like dancing. I think people had, uh, it, or it was like ice skating. I think people had roller skates and they had routines and everything. Pretty sexy, a little Sasha Baron Cohen. No, Sasha Cohen, not Sasha Baron Cohen. That's the actor. Sasha Cohen, America's sweetheart, ice skater. Fans of the uh, Sydney Olymp- or um, Salt Lake City, maybe or Turin Olympics will know. But the ultimate one, <clears throat> my favorite one, which is why I brought this up, was basically they must have made like a circle out of cones in the center, and, you know, a pretty big one, probably, you know, diameter of, I don't know, 50 feet, something like that. Maybe not quite that big. Anyways, doesn't matter. And basically, (laughs) you were on roller skates, and it was like speed skating. You go around the perimeter, you know, clockwise, counterclockwise, whatever, and kind of like roller derby, but less contact, which I've never seen roller derby, so I'm just assuming. But... (laughs) I remember it being a really close finish. I think it was between I'm I'm going to name drop here and I don't I don't feel bad about it. Um between JJ Showstrom, who's friends with me on Facebook. In fact, if you're watching this, maybe I'll send it to you. I'll give you the old timestamp. You can add any memories you have in the comments. And uh Jared Slothour, I think they had like a it was going to be like a photo finish. And then one of them crashed. I don't recall if it was Jared or JJ, but big wipeout. Kind of like Sebulba at the end of the Boonta's Eve classic. Totally just wiped out. And the other person won. Um, But hell of a finish. okay. And that's what I imagine the uh, track cycling is like. Although I've never seen it myself. We are down to the last six. Next is trampoline. Got to tell you, I had perused the list beforehand, but I didn't peruse closely enough because I had no idea that trampoline was an Olympic sport. I'm going to come out right now and say <clears throat> that um, i you you could pay me a lot of money, and I still would never go on another trampoline in my life. It just seems like you are one bad foot placement away. From your knee, just sp- 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Snapping, S N A P P I N G. One bad step away from your knee, just snapping in half. Um, I don't know people my age and older who are so fearless with, you know, they go to the trampoline parks and everything and they look like they're having a great time. I'm happy for you. I could, like, da- that and axe throwing. Okay, while we're here, can I come out and say axe throwing? No way, Jose, Um, because you see videos where people throw it, and they hit the target with the back of the axe, not the sharp part, and it bounces back. And it's not, like, right at you, but, you know, it kind of, you know, clinks around a little bit. And it's like, what, we're just casually standing here while there's a 50% chance that this axe comes back at me? Like, hmm, no, I don't think I will do this, okay? So, trampolines and axe throwing. No, thanks. Triathlon is next. It's a classic. I think the swim is like a mile and a half. The, the bike is like 80 miles, something like that. And then the run, I think, is a 10K. Um, that's the, uh, that's the, the Olympic triathlon. You know an Ironman? It's like, a, it's like a 5K swim or something, It's like 112 miles on the bike and then a full marathon. It's brutal, man. I think they give you like 18 hours to do it or something, but still, I mean, Jesus. I feel like I could not, not right now, but like if I was, if I invested some time to train in the pool, I feel like I would drag ass in the second half of the swim and get out and just be like, I need a hamburger. McDonald's at uh, Perryville and East State Street. Whoa, 49-cent cones after swimming. I'll take five. Um, and then the bike ride. And I can't really comment because I don't know how to ride a bike. But 112 miles feels like a lot. And then all you do all that. And then you have to run an entire marathon. Like... The difference, and I know it's it's different in all um, lengths or legs, but the difference, and it probably, in terms of effort and time, it is the biggest gap from Olympic triathlon to Ironman triathlon, right? Because Olympics, it's like a mile, mile and a half or something, swimming, and I think Ironman is like three, maybe four. Biking, I think the Olympics is like 70 or 80 miles. Maybe it's not that far, but I think it's something like that. And then Ironman, I think, is 112, is what they say. But then you go from 6.2 miles, I think it's a 10K in the Olympics, to 26. And let me tell you, there is a big difference. As someone who ran 19 this morning, there is a big difference, not only in the number, 20 miles, give or take, actually exactly, Um, but also in terms of the effort and just mental stamina. I mean, holy moly um to do 26 at the end of that brutal. Like I I'm not the type of person who likes to say never to things, but I will confidently tell you, Ironman never happening for me. I would I if I ever learned to ride a bike, I could probably do a, you know, Olympic size one. Like I think I could do that and make it through. Uh volleyball is next. How how's how are the uh, American teams doing? In indoor volleyball, I have no idea. I haven't heard anything. I think the men lost in beach volleyball. Dollhauser lost to Brazil, something like that. But I haven't heard anything about indoor volleyball. Excuse me. One time growing up, my dad took my sister to a U.S. men's or women's—I don't know—volleyball game at the Sears Center, the pride, the 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 prized gem of Hoffman Estates. What a name for a town while we're here, where my dad worked for about six or seven years, I think. Uh, Hoffman Estates. How, how did we get that name? Are there any other town names? Uh, certainly somewhere in, in the United States, but not that I'm aware of, that are estates? I mean, when I think of estates, I think of, like, mansions, and Hoffman Estates is a fairly well-off Chicago suburb, but it's still kind of cornfieldy. y um, How did it get that name? I'm actually going to Google it and see if we can find anything good um, through a quick Wikipedia search. The name origins of Hoffman Estates, it's a village located primarily in Cook County, small section in Kane, 51,000 people headquarters for Sears which is still a company I think now if you click on Sears it takes you it takes you to a wikipedia page called Transformco SR Brands LLC so i get that they like own Sears but i'm kind of surprised that you click on Sears and it doesn't have its own like wikipedia page oh it does it's just the the one that it linked me to was even though it said Sears in the article, it linked me to something else. Tisk, tisk. In 2009, the village hosted the Heartland International Tat- Tattoo, one of the largest music and dance festivals of its kind in the Midwest. So it's called a tattoo, but it's a festival. Unique. Okay, uh, history. Let's see. German settlers, okay. Northwest Tollway opened, yes. Okay, what about some etymology here, please? Education, sister city in France, but nothing about the name. Something about Obama, who cares? Living in the past, Hoffman Estate's name. Let's try that Google search. Whoa, I clicked something on my computer. I'm getting all sorts of funky coding stuff on the right-hand side of the screen. Exit out of that. Whoa, Hoffman Estate's name. What does it mean? Jack Hoffman, builder in Hoffman Estates, which was named for him. Jack Hoffman bought 300 acres of slightly rolling farmland, covered it with three-bedroom ranch-style houses, and apparently they just called those estates. All right. I guess they could have called it Hoffman Townhomes, but they didn't. Uh, Okay, we are almost done here. Water polo. That's a sport that I really like. And I have not seen any of it. Has it happened yet? Is the US in it? How are they doing? I don't know. I love water polo. <laughs> we I have seen I, I okay, so it is happening. I've seen a, a highlight or two. Um I think that the US I don't know if it was men's or women's, they had one game where they won like twenty to three or something. They must have been playing a country that doesn't have a lot of water, like Canada. Or Pakistan, um, we when we were in the Dominican Republic last month, I can say that for eight more hours here because it was in June. Uh, um, they would try to get water polo games going, and of course, the only people playing are like these big burly Eastern European dudes that are like taking it way too seriously. And so I would I love water polo. We would get to play a little bit in high school here and there, but. Every time they would, you know, get started with a game, I would look at the crowd of guys playing, I would just be like, you know, four drinks in already at 10 a.m. and be like, mm, Not really looking to dislocate a finger today. So we'll pass. We got two left. Weightlifting. AKA something that I have never done. Look at these running muscles. Thin. Uh yeah, weightlifting. Do they do anything other than the, like, the classic stand there, there's the bar with the weights on it, you, like, lift it up, and you have to, like, lift it above your knee or however that works? Is that the only thing weightlifting is, or do they get to pick up cooler things like a cooler packed with ice and your favorite beverage, perhaps Pabst Blue Ribbon, new unofficial sponsor of the show? Um, I don't know. You only ever see them lift up the, you know, the bars with the weights on the end. Barbell, I think, is what they call it, to finish my sentence. Last but not least is wrestling. Man's most primeval, is that a word, primeval, maybe, primitive sport. Two guys just getting it on with each other, in a not, not in a gay way. Just having fun, slapping some ass, and uh, shout out to uh, Tim Muther. I don't know why his name is escaping me. Um, who was on our show last year in the spring for Easter, always a special time in the Bean Town Podcast. He was the, uh, when I was growing up, the wrestling coach at Lutheran High School, which is for NFL fans, James Robinson. Jacksonville Jaguars, running back, went to Lutheran High School. And Tim Uther now works at a school, I think down in uh, Edwardsville maybe. And maybe he's the wrestling coach there too. Probably. i never done any sort of wrestling. I was always afraid of, what do they call it, cauliflower ear. I'll stick to cauliflower rice. That was the rundown of all 46 summer Olympic sports. And we're still under an hour, which is great. What I'm going to do, I'm going to get this online. Thank you. If you watched our live stream on Instagram and Facebook, thank you people for tuning in. And then I'm going to practice my Chicago karaoke. Uh, If they do end up playing this, rebroadcasting this at a main stage at Lollapalooza this weekend, hello everyone at Lala big wave. And I hope everyone who's down there is having a safe, fun and sexy time. Uh, and uh, Rachel, if you're listening and you did flash post Malone, like you said, you're going to, I forgive you. Uh, everyone. Thanks for listening. This has been a fun little two parter and uh, yeah. Happy July. We will see you in August. So we are going to get our music queued up here. Thanks again for listening. Hello to Pakistan and goodbye to Pakistan. And uh, I hope everyone stays safe, stay sane, because you know I'll be back to check in on you next time. Bye, everyone.